0: All right. So All right. In this segment, we're going to talk about relaxation, and um, we'll start with uh, exactly how to do the technique, mm-hmm. and then we'll get into uh, you know some more parameters around it. Sure. Um, but you know. Again, like we talked about in the previous video, it's not just sitting down and taking a deep breath even though that may be a good place to start.
1: It's a good place to start. <laughs> if you can't at least sit down, it's probably it's you're kind of screwed. <laughs> you kind of messed up for the, yeah. for the relaxation part. Yeah. Uh, so I guess right from the beginning, uh, there are uh, a few nuances that, you know, I would probably put some emphasis on in the beginning, you know, which is uh, you can do relaxation from any position, right? So uh, if somebody has a hard time, let's say they haven't, been trained really well to keep your back straight, you know, back straight is a critical component of meditation, right? It's like every tradition has that. Now, um, you know, you can lie on the floor and keep your back straight, you know, you might need a little lumbar support, like a towel or something, if that was the case. Um, The unfortunate part with lying down is that most people fall asleep lying down, because our mental recognition of lying down is going to sleep, usually, right? Right. So um, that's, you know, uh, you've done that for since we've been alive, so you know, for the most part, so uh, you know that's a pretty strong pathway that you know lying down is sleeping. So, uh, so it may not be the first place you want to start, but if you if you can start there, or if you if you think okay. I really can't hold my back straight. And so while I'm training to do my back straight and building the muscle that it takes to do that and, and be relaxed at the same time, because a lot of times people think that that's an odd notion, keep your back really straight or relax the muscles. How does that work? <laughs> I need muscle to keep my back straight. And, and But it does work out as long as you have that idea in your head. But back straight is critical. So if you're going to do it lying on the ground and, and you find that, oh, there's a tendency to fall asleep, then do something that will keep you awake. You know, again, it could be something as simple as splashing really cold water on your face. That's a traditional technique in, in India and other places as well, um, you know, where you're you know, just really like, like ice water, you know, really something bracing. You know, so, and that will sort of wake you up a bit. It may not last very long, but initially it's, it's gonna be good for you. And so if you can keep yourself through yeah, shorter sessions in the beginning and then work your way up, until you've built a pathway that you know this is meditation and so i won't fall asleep and mm. and anytime that you feel like you are falling asleep or doing you know the head bob or whatever it's like stop immediately stop wherever you are it doesn't matter because you don't want to program that in so uh, you know and then ice water again, you know, that kind of thing. So it really kind of builds up what you're trying to do and then go back, sit, start from that place and go through the whole thing. So you're you're building a pathway that once you start, you finish and you're awake and aware while you're doing it, right? You're very relaxed, but your mind is active and awake. That's That's really important. So position, lying on the floor, sitting in a chair, you can use the back of a chair, you know, as long as again the lumbar is in a good place, and you know you have a straight back, and you can keep that position. That's good. And then you know, also sitting toward the edge of a chair, right? Like you know, many traditions use a bench, a low bench. I mean, that's the way I learned on a low bench. And so you know, your body's erect, and your back is straight, and
0: you know, neck is straight. And, and what about sitting on like a meditation cushion with your Perfect. legs crossed?
1: Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do do you know anything if for that's relaxation? What you're if used that's to. what you're used to, that's perfectly but fine. But also if that's uncomfortable comfortable for you you don't have to do it you know do you have to be in a lotus position do you have to be in a cross leg position do you have to be in any position I mean there's a you know um, uh, zen training is you know sort of like on a I don't know the technical term for it, but it's a, a sort of a slanted low bench and your legs get tucked under it so there's you know there's some pressure on your knees but most of the weight is on your butt right connected to that and there's a little rocking motion to it so you can adjust for your spine straightness An angle. You're finding that place that really allows you to be erect but straight, you know. So and relaxed, obviously. So you know, find the position that's good for you. If you already have one, great. Just check it out. Make don't don't assume that you're doing it correctly after all these years, you know. So you know, make sure your back is straight. There's nothing wrong with checking stuff out, even after years of doing it. You know, I'm constantly adjusting myself and, and checking. It's one of the first things I check if things aren't going well. It's like how's my posture (laughs) simple sounds sounds ridiculously simple but it's so you know it it, there's so many times when you even if you're just walking in your day and you're not feeling well it's like what's your posture like you know it should be your first consideration you know usually you're you know like this you know you start to compress on yourself right it's like it's the lobster thing you know so it's like you need to be right you need to be erect and straight shoulders back you know in a good position it's like you know we know from uh, uh there was a scientific study at Harvard right that um I think psychology actually right where it was like you know doing the um uh, uh Superman pose for men you know it's like the old one you know where it's like the cape flying in the back and hands on the hips and chest out and shoulders back and like the man of steel right that doing that for five minutes literally five minutes every day almost doubled their testosterone you know output (laughs) crazy i mean it's like you know you're not taking any supplements you're not even you're not even physically working out you're literally standing in a posture that produces a physical effect a chemical effect in your body i mean that's insane right but it's proven over and over again same thing with women you know it's like you know stand. In, i forget what it was wonder woman or something like that right where, where it was like you know whatever the pose is that they you know that she struck you know and it's sort of in the person's head that they're embodying that right and again things started to you know their uh chemical makeup started to balance out and become you know much different than what it was and so again just just that posturing <laughs> Is a is a huge thing, right? So posture does, you know, uh, involve itself in a lot of things, and so straight back is not just, uh, you know, like oh, so the energy centers will be straight and it'll have a freer, you know, a more free flow up the spine or whatever. Although it will, although it will, right? So uh, it's just like a conduit. The straight has much less impedance, right, than something that's like bent in all kinds of different angles, right? So there's more pressure involved in that. Right. So, um, so, but it may have some other, you know, it may be a cue for your mind to say, oh, well, you know, wow, they're really straight. They must be on high alert, you know, or they must be really attentive to something. Right. It's sort of like even that, you know, Think about movies you've seen comedies, whatever, where it's like people are like at their desk, whatever, and the teacher says uh, something of high interest, like I'm gonna give an A to anybody who can tell me this everybody's like <laughs> you know, they're perked up, they're like looking for that easy a right If they can answer the question, they're on alert, right they're they're active, and so you know it sort of stimulates that flow to the brain and that circulation gets going you're working faster you know you're thinking faster everything's moving in a better way so to establish that for meditation is a huge thing right so that things can be relaxed but the position that you're taking is is saying to the brain to the subconscious you need to be awake and aware right now you're on you know you're really anal- you know you're really thinking about what you're doing here you're paying attention and your focus you know again wherever your awareness is that's that's where the energy flows, right? So uh, everything's moving. There's no plateaus. You're not drifting off into space or, you know, being distracted in other ways, right? You're on high alert. You know, when you're really focused on something, there's a lot less distractions that come in, right? I mean, we train people to do this in the military and in, in other places too, right? Physicians, surgeons, right? It's like, yeah, there's stuff going on. There's all kinds of, you know, other events and other physicians doing other things, anesthesiology, you know, handing you tools and not the right tools and, you know, all of these things. But it's like, you know, they've learned to, the best ones anyway, have learned to focus and not let those things distract. They pay attention to the extent that they can make decisions or do things, but they're really focused in, thank God, on what they're doing right so it's those positions that that cause that to happen and establish that and, and make it the connection right it's like anchoring in
0: your mental state with a physical posture right you know yeah so that's really important right I, I i before we go to the next step i just want to take a moment to say like this is great because one of the things that i really appreciate about you going through all these nuances of like the practice is like i can tell it's it's so cool because you know I know that going through all those details it's like you want people to succeed you know <laughs> yeah. and it's like so how many different ways can we explain you know this so that it's like you it's like so that it's not just like oh it'd be nice to keep your back straight it's like these this is it's like how much can you flesh out why and how that's going to enhance the you know the actual practice of relaxation and then ultimately of being able to move into seeing right you know that's that's just i don't know it's just a really cool thing i've never really taken that i i, I feel like it's almost something that i take for granted but that i just recognized and really appreciate so it's just i just I don't know just wanted to say it's it's just a cool thing so well and
1: people you know it may take some
0: time for them to establish that really straight back too right and and i think part of the reason why i'm saying it is because i can recognize that that's even has has been a stumbling block for me in my own practice as well because it's like because i don't think that i've even taken that to heart enough you know it's like because sometimes it's hard you know if you sit down and you're like oh like i can you know i'm sitting here i want to maintain a straight back but like i don't really feel feel like I have the you know it's like oh but my back's getting a little sore so it's like oh can I kind of like finagle it and (laughs) rub like a slightly straight back but then it's like but then I don't go as deep in the meditation I don't get as I don't get I can't get through the relaxation in a way that truly lets my mind go into the place of completely letting go of the physical body but staying mentally awake and alert and it's like and so that's just another one of those key points of 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 the benefits of posture so it's it's cool yeah yeah um i just had a question when somebody if somebody's sitting because i don't want to be doing a laying down meditation, mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out how to do a straight back but every time you sit down no matter what the position is you're experience you experience like some kind of tension in your back mm-hmm. or something like that are there um specific exercises or something that can be done to like relieve that so that it's not happening every time you're trying to meditate. Sure.
1: I mean, I think it's it's a good point and I was going to say that, you know, it can take some time to build that up, build up the muscle and do those things. Any back exercises, you know, uh, even strength training for your back, all of those things to build larger muscles to hold you in the, you know, posture in a good position, right? So, but you can do if you do let's say you do 20 or 30 or 40 minutes of meditation every day, you know, eventually your back muscles are going to be stronger by doing that. You're going to have less and less discomfort, but it's not unusual. I mean, I can tell you for myself that, you know, my posture was pretty good. I had grandparents that were like, you know, keep your back straight, keep your back straight, you know, and the first, you know, real teacher that I had, you know, uh uh, moving into this stuff it was like i think you know back straight was the was the most common two words ever used in the first three or four years you know it's like constantly and usually a finger or a little bamboo stick you know poking in the back you know and saying back straight back straight you know because it was so it's so important and people just sort of gloss over it a lot of times and and it you know and i was achy from you know building my back and i wasn't you know I wasn't a weakling when I, you know, got there. I mean, I thought I was in pretty good condition, athlete, and those types of things, right? But it's like uh, not to the extent that that he was looking for, you know. It's like he really so
0: over time, as you were meditating, it just got kind of improved
1: from the work. It. But of course, I was doing other things besides meditation, right? So it's mm-hmm. like between martial arts and you know weightlifting and and all of those things, right? Because it it all sort of blends together, right? It's like look, you know, we have this core of of what we want right we have this let's think of it as a you know a nice braided cord that's coming down of, of what we want this is what we want to achieve but a lot of times you know because it's a braided cord it's 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 uh you know it's established by blending a lot of different smaller threads together right so i mean that's where the strength comes from so and you know we collect all of these other threads together and weave them into that Cord, right. So one of those happens to be back straight. <laughs> and one of those, maybe a sub thread of that is, I need to build up the muscle in my back so I'm not in agony <laughs> while I'm doing this and trying to keep my back straight. And it's not being, uh, uh, you know, it's not being disheartening to me because it's like, oh my God, I got 10 minutes and I'm like, my back is killing me. <laughs> so it's like I stop there or I try to push through it. And, you know, I'm constantly, I mean, it's not unusual to see in those situations in, in those types of schools where if you were just watching from the outside to see people, you know, sort of start to feel like they're moving into a, you know, it feels more comfortable, but it's not straight. And then for them to, you know, adjust themselves into this straight back position on a regular basis, like over through the whole meditation, it doesn't really take away that much from, you know, where you are uh, meditation wise and relaxation wise, but obviously the the uh, the amount of effect that they're getting from keeping their back straight you know uh, is more than is the more loss. than the loss of that couple of seconds of shifting your position. you know I think sometimes people are afraid like if I shift my position, am I going to lose my focus or am I going to lose where I am? and it's going to sort of bring snap me back into the physical reality and all of that. Mm. you know keeping your back crimped is going to have a lot. More negative effect on you than doing that. You'll sink right back into it. It'll be fine, couple, you know, literally less than a minute, and you'll be back to the place where you were and probably even more and better because there's less impedance in that line, right? There's more free flow. So, again, it can, you know, even a single strand of something that you're trying to weave into this end result can be broken into multiple segments, right? And say, okay, so it looks like, you know, this is still pretty sore and it's been three or four weeks and I'm still pretty sore okay, I need to do a little bit more for my back. I need to build up some, you know, bulk muscle, you know, and, and you know, really get some extra, you know, get some extra muscle in there. Maybe I've been doing too much ab work and not enough back work, you know? So again, it's always about that balancing, counterbalancing, right? So you're trying to become, you know, balanced in your physical body will also produce a balanced, you know, mental body as well and, and. Uh, It just, it all works together. There's not that much of a difference between the two. That's one of the things that we do with this training, right? Is that, you know, to get people to understand as much as we can, to lead them to the place where they can have that realization themselves that it's all the same thing, right? It's like balance in your physical life is the same as balance in your energetic life and vice versa. What's above is below. What's below is above. They work together right so it's that balance in between and being able to be optimal in both of those areas produces the life that you want (laughs) and to be able to move in any direction you need to be in in good balance right so so yeah so as far as the muscle position or the the amount of muscle it takes to sort of hold that I mean yeah you need to work on it so and there's plenty of things i mean you don't you know it isn't necessarily now i've got to get a gym membership no it's like okay you can do body weight exercises that will produce that right so everything from push-ups to you know um you know bends you know and, and flexes in the
0: back that will produce you know the, the equivalent of that so and so and and continuing on from there, you, I don't I don't want to go too much mm-hmm. more into that, but you know, but as a springboard into the next stage of relaxation, it's good to know also that you know um, you know exercise actually helps to facilitate the ability to relax. Sure. So um, so that's that's just a really good because it's a thing. counterbalance, right? Right. So it's like you know
1: to ask your muscles to completely relax. Well, how much do they know about completely tense? Right. Are you just in this nebulous area where it's sort of tense sort of relaxed, sort of tense sort of relax you know sort of sort of is going right. to bring you to sorta which is not what we're trying to do we're trying to achieve something more than sort of so and uh so you know what is complete tense we'll give you you know we'll show you on the other side what's complete relaxation
0: right so, and the and way important. that it's and the way that it's presented in the book as well in that section that says you know this is how to perform the technique of relaxation the beginning uh, uh, recommendation is to tense your tense. muscle mm-hmm. and say tense, right. and then say relax.
1: And do the relaxation. So you're anchoring it with a word. And again, you know, we know from uh, neurology, right, that, you know, when we say the word physically, and when we say the word internally, the brain wave is the same, right? The the brain response, the neural response for that is exactly the same. Like if you were to be, um, if you were to take those two um, uh, moving MRIs right, and look at them when that was happening at that instant when you were saying it and the instant when you were thinking the word, if it's anchored in and it's been you know, established as a normal pathway, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between those two things. Right. You know, the same word would produce the same effect, right. whether it was internal or external. But in the beginning to build that, it's always better to you know, state things out loud. If you can <laughs> you don't want to do it in the middle of the mall but it's like you know that's not really a great place to start your relaxation training <laughs> right, right? right right but uh you know the more that you can do that the better you know the better it's going to be it's going to it's going to quicken your path Again, right. it cuts the learning curve way down if you can establish those sort of training rules along the way you know rules may be a little bit too much but you know it's like good practices like if you go to the gym right it's like you know, they're always talking about, uh, you know, concentrate on your form, right? Instead of just how much weight you can lift or whatever that is, right? The exercise. Or how many times you can do it. Concentrate on your form and you'll get the maximum effect from each rep or whatever it is. Well, it's the same thing here, right? Concentrate on, on how you establish your training routine first. You know, if it's, if it's good to say, you know, make your muscle really tense and say tense, so that you understand what you're talking about. You're focused on that, tense. And then I say the word relax and immediately relax it to the extent that I can, right? And so, you know, that's that's part of it. And so that later on, when you're, you've got this routine down, right, you're just going to tell your, you know, you're going to tell your uh, piece of your body to relax. You're going to just say, in your mind, relax. And you're going to, feel that, let go. And that's the idea. So it's like you've already established the pathway over and over again, verbally and then internally to give the response from the cause of you giving it the command to relax, which is really important, right? Because it's not you're, you're not posing a question to it, will you relax for me? <laughs> it's like, no, not going to do it and the big toes looking at you like screw. You. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not happening so it's you know it's it's you know you establish the rapport with your body it's like you know in this case you're, you're treating the body as almost like a you know it has a mind of its own has a brain of its own right so it's like you know does it really want to relax does it feel like getting up and running out you know does it, you know whatever i mean you have to establish the relationship You know, reestablish the relationship with yourself, you know, with your physical body. You know, it's like the mind should control the body. And so if it hasn't for a long time or to a minimal extent, then, you know, then we got a little work to do. I remember
0: one time um, (laughs) in the beginning of the training you were talking about um, how, you know, you had this very simple explanation of like, um, you know, you were like, okay, body, mind, mental mind and then spiritual mind, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you were saying how like for for most of us, you know, the the physical mind has dominance Dominance. over the mental, right? (laughs) That's right. So, uh, for the spiritual to flow into our experience, Mm -hmm. you know, we need to… Rearrange the
1: hierarchy. Rearrange the hierarchy. And it won't be overnight, right? It's like, if you make it too, uh, too, too stoic, too stringent, you know, some people can do it. But if not, you know, small increments will still get you there, right? It, right. You know, patterns that have been established for decades are not going to go away overnight. You need to work
0: at it systematically. So you've got to have patience.
1: You've got to have some patience, you know. And, and be a little bit compassionate with yourself. I mean, holy hell. It's like you know, people beat the hell out of themselves for for you know not being able to sit still for forty minutes or an hour. It's like, look, if you haven't done that in a long time or ever, it's going to take a little work to get you to you know uh, be good with that. Sure, you know, even if you're holding a really nice carrot at the end, if you do it, it's still it's going to take some time to kind of establish that routine and and uh, again rearrange that hierarchy that's been established for a long time in a certain position. Uh, yeah. So, you know, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it's step, step two. step <laughs> two. Sorry. Sorry. You know, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm obviously very passionate about just relaxation. So because it's, it's it's so important, you know, it can make and break people, you know, not being able to do it or being able to do it well, it just flows into everything. So, Um. So, uh, yeah, so you start with uh, your position, you know, and uh, then, uh, you know, just regulate your breathing, and then uh, you're going to start with uh, incremental pieces of your physical body. So traditionally, we would start with the left side and say the left great toe, and so you would just give it the command to tense and you scrunch it up right and then you know then you give it the command to relax and it relaxes so that it knows the difference between the two things and the anchor is the word that you use right so and obviously the the physical sensation of it cuz it, obviously tensing it as hard as you can is different than relaxing as much as you can so we want to make a clear different you know differentiation between the two things um and then we go for smaller and smaller increments through the body and, and you know, do the other toes or if you can't individualize the toes, it's like all the other toes at that point, you know, so, and then part of the foot, you know, up the ankle and, uh, you know, and again, you know, how do you tense your ankle? It's like you tense the muscles around it, right, as much as you can and then, but focusing your awareness on your ankle, not the calf that's, you know, pulling the tension, right, so it's like, Again, focusing on the ankle and causing it to you know causing it to be tense and then relaxing and you know the joints are sort of a special um, a, a special territory right because you know in a lot of traditions um, with um, traditional medicine uh, they think that the joints actually hold uh, you know emotional stress more than the muscles so uh, um, that's important right because I mean one of the biggest things you know in in you know, everywhere, but really high in the United States is arthritis, right? So it's like achy joints and, you know, and look how much emotional stress there is, right? So, you know, in being able to relax those and let those go, it facilitates, you know, besides the meditations that you do, it facilitates the removal and the sort of the bringing down that fever pitch of, of uh, sort of energetic stagnation in those joints. And so it lets that stuff go, you know, so just a little caveat. but but you know, it's important. So doing increments all the way up the left side and, and uh, down the left arm, the same thing, back up the left arm to half the face, right? And so you've really, at that point, you feel a really strange sensation because we really, you know, you might even spend like, okay, so uh, the face and then the scalp and the back of the neck, you know, so you're covering all the territories as small as you need or as, you know, bigger pieces, you know, that you want to do. You'll feel this effect, like um, that the left side, if you're starting from the left, the left side will relax, and when it relaxes, it feels like it's elongating and sort of stretching, you know. And you'll have this really sens- weird sensation where it's like one side feels relaxed and long, and the other side feels like it's <laughs> scrunched up because it's just the difference between the two. And obviously, it's not like that, but but it feels that way internally to you. And so, you know, when you go to the other side you know, and relax that, they sort of level out and equal out. And the other one will relax even more. So another one of those weird little caveats is that when you relax the opposite side or the right side, right? The left side will relax even more. So it's not unusual, let's say you're relaxing, you're down to the right elbow and you relax that right elbow and you relax it as much as you can. You give it the command and and you're just letting it go, whatever's there, feeling that it's separating and sort of moving apart, giving itself more space, right? It's not unusual to feel the left elbow sort of pop (laughs) or crack a little bit, you know, releasing some stress or tension there that you didn't get on the way up. So uh, these are just added benefit right and so but we work our way all the way down the right side all the way to the right big toe and uh and then from there usually a general body relax at that point so it's like it can be anything from oh i don't know like uh feeling like you're being you know sort of slid into a hot tub you know that that sensation for most of us is very pleasurable right so it's like just all the muscles sort of being having the pressure of water but also that warmth and just that comfort sensation and it really tends to make us relax even more and so you know we don't have to worry about breathing so we just sort of submerge ourselves right into the tub and it's just that oh boy if i could just stay here without breathing if i didn't have to breathe this would be awesome right? Because I don't even want to take the time to come up for air. Well, here's your chance. This is great. And the more you imagine that, the better it is, right? And, you know, but that's not the only thing. I mean, all of those sort of generalized relaxation techniques can work at that, that level, right? So it's sort of that general relaxation, again, just sort of giving the whole body a coordinated relax response. And that's good. And then you're moving into you know, whatever you're going to do at that point, whether it's meditation or some practice of the one gazing, gazing or fourfold breath or whatever, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's like any even your own meditation, anything that you normally do, you know, mm. try the relaxant, relaxation technique and see how it changes, you know, your normal response to your regular meditation that you do. I think you'll be very surprised that it's you know it should be much more profound you know you much easier to go through it and and you know much stronger results for sure right again you're relaxing the physical you know the the material part of your body and and enhancing your
0: awareness is going more to the energetic more to the you know that that invisible part you don't have to try to make it go to the energetic no just as a consequence of deeper and deeper states of relaxation, your mind, your awareness is more free to, it, it, it's an automatic response to engage more. In the yeah, because energetic. what does your, you know, let's say your mind is a constant, right? So it's like
1: as you start to take away the physical, you know, what you have to, you know, what you have to uh, concentrate on for physical well, that leaves more for this, you know, invisible part or the energetic part, right? So it's like, you know, there's a lot more engaged in that territory. And again, you know, where your mind goes, the G flows, right? So it's like now when you bring up those mental processes of, uh, uh, you know, meditation and what you're going through and all of those things, it's like, you know, you have a lot more energy to spend on that and to sort of engage it. You know, you're much more awake and aware when you're doing that. If you don't have the physical body to deal with, I mean, that's that's fantastic you know you're how could you
0: not get more results right you know you're spending a lot more energy on that right you and know. and as a reference point uh you you were telling me one time or not one time but like <laughs> all the time uh that um you know regardless of what meditation uh you were doing when you are training the relaxation and uh in the beginning you would spend uh 40 like if you were doing an hour long meditation you'd spend 40 minutes doing the relaxation part and only 20 or 10 minutes on the active part of the imagine, uh, imaginal aspect of the of the meditation right. or whatever you know you whatever else was involved in the meditation it was like 10 or 20 minutes of that but 40 minutes of relaxation
1: well the emphasis was on the part that was going to produce the most results right so 10 you know Think of it this way, 10 minutes of of active meditation from that extremely relaxed state is going to be, you know, you're going to get more effect than if you do three deep breaths and go into your meditation and spend 50 minutes in your meditation. You're going to get more effect from 10 minutes of that with a completely relaxed body. You know, um, it's just over and over again, I see it. And people have told me that, you know, whatever practice they're doing, it's like, it it's a profound difference when you do that, and it's just, it's nothing more than than shifting the percentages f- from awareness of the physical to awareness of the mental, emotional,
0: spiritual, right. energetic, basically. Now, can you bridge that with this idea of the assemblage point? Uh, hmm.
1: With the assemblage point, um, well... I mean, again, the idea behind the assemblage point, right, is that it's uh, it's it's basically a focal point of energy, you know, that's sort of um, within your field, within your structure, energetic structure. It's like there are bands, there are fibers of awareness, right? And there are millions of them, you know, just you know, almost an infinite number of them, right? And so the assemblage point is where your perceptual state is assembled right so it's like that gives you the focus the lens through which you perceive your world and yourself right so it's like uh when that happens uh you know it's what also locks in you know your physical reality as well right so it's all perceptual states not just ones that are done in meditation or in other practices ritual practices or whatever right so um you know that and and, And it's fixed most of the time but so one of the things that we do with relaxation when we do that relaxation is it makes it a little bit more mobile right so it can a little bit more easily shift right it doesn't get fixed in another location it just shifts to a different perceptual state and and when it shifts ever so slightly i mean it's it's, we're not talking shifts like this (laughs) we're talking minute shifts will change your perceptual state in in profound ways so it gives you um, it gives you a different state, but it's, it's something with the relaxation helps that to occur, right? Because there's less focus on holding together the perceptions that you have at the time, right? Because if you don't have that acute perception of your physical body, well, your perceptual state has changed, right? So relaxing the body, the physical body, will automatically shift that slightly. And so now, you know, your perceptual state will be different, right? You're perceiving things in a different way, a different, uh, a different percentage. You know, there's still that idea that the physical body is there at, at, its, uh, at a good high level, right? We know the physical body is there, but I don't have any attention on it or as, as little as possible, and everything's moved over into that energetic realm. And so, you know, that shift of the assemblage point will sort of reassemble what you perceive within that meditational state, right so it becomes more real for you um, it becomes sometimes more real than your physical reality if you really have applied yourself you know in a way or given it enough time where that just opens up for you it will happen um, there's no reason to to push it ahead of schedule right and everybody's schedule is a little bit different because you know it's a pretty shocking thing and what will happen is when you get it when you get uh, let's call it a psychic shock. When you get a psychic shock like that, it just shifts it back to its normal position, right? It it remembers that that's an automatic sort of, you know, snap back to the original position. So that, I mean, and think about it, you know, you're in this, you know, meditational state, you're sort of, you know, in a different uh, zone, right? You're in a trance state and then, you know, ex- you're experiencing something and then there's some shock. It's like, you know, it's jarring, right? It's like all of a sudden, or, you know, the alarm goes off or something like that right right it's like boom you're back right and that that shock of coming back it really jars you for a second I mean you're disoriented you know sometimes it's even like you have a hard time like finding your balance physically and you know everything's sort of you know moving back into that other you know fixed location of the assemblage point that lens has got a it takes a little time to sort of you know micro motions to realign itself to give you everything that you have when you're here all the time, right? So sense of balance, physical acuity and, you know, uh, senses of what's going on and, and making sense of what's happening in your in your world at that moment, right? So, um, and those things can leave you, you know, in a weird way, kind of like, we used to call them psychic bruises, slight ones, you know? So it's like getting a black and blue mark, you know? It's not horrible, but you know, you know, it's a little tender and it's like, it's not a fun experience to have that happen, but it's not horribly detrimental either. Um, so uh but uh it it does happen so you know having the flexibility in that shift of course we're trying not for uh we're not trying a cathartic experience right we want to you know make this nice transitional shift and then bring the shift back to its normal starting position because i want to be able to control and and be able to you know anchor both of those uh, places in right and as it sort of drifts out even more uh you know into you know more and more the more that your focus goes on that let's say that your meditational state gets more profound as far as like you know the visuals aren't hard to hold you know it's like they become more realistic sort of like um, you know a dream-like state and maybe at a at, at a very high level like a lucid dream so your waking consciousness is there you're very high alert but everything seems to be even more saturated. Like the colors are more saturated. You know, things to seem to have more of a tactile sensation and more of this and that. You know, you can maneuver in there much more clearly and, and seemingly with much little effort than what you were doing before, struggling to hold the image and doing all these mm. things. And that becomes much more profound and clear. Well, that just means that that assemblage point has sort of repositioned itself in a place where, you know, now <laughs> who knows you know, random percentages, 90% of your energy is in that spot as opposed to maybe 50 before, let's say. So it, it helps to fix that in that location, right? right? And then again, you know, sort of from that place when you are done the meditation, it's like, oh, now I'm going back to my body. I'm going back to the room that I started in. I'm back in the chair. Every time you focus on that, even naming it will bring your focus back to that thing. When I say chair, it's like I'm aware of the chair, just like, for everybody out there it's like if i say you know left ear lobe nobody was feeling that before unless you have something wrong with your ear and then uh you know but as soon as i said the words it's like everybody has a sense of where that is what it is that there's some sensation there. there's probably plenty of people that just went like this <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> right because it's like you you you've drawn their attention to something you've drawn their awareness to that place and and when you do that and you put your energy there it becomes more of a focus right so it brings it more into being And that's the thing. So, you know, we want to be able to traverse that back and forth many times in order to establish that pathway so that when, you know, as time goes on, what was 40 minutes of relaxation and 20 minutes of meditation now becomes, you know, 20 minutes of relaxation and 40 minutes of meditation, which eventually will become, you know, maybe 10 minutes of relaxation and, you know, 50 minutes of meditation or whatever you need to do. But at that super high quality, because you've trained it you've made that pathway so established that you know even sitting down smelling the same incense or doing you know the same sort of routine will sort of automatically start your body into that process so even thinking about going to do your meditation in 20 minutes <laughs> is is already going to start your body on that slow decline of relaxation and going going into that place and shifting your awareness from the physical to the mental emotional and spiritual levels right and so uh, it gets easier and easier as you establish those 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 hallmarks, right? Right, and so that's where everybody wants to be, but you can't jump there immediately. Right. I, mean, I guess maybe some, you know, uh, prodigy could do it. You know, some genius. But uh, for most of us, it it takes some work. <laughs> it took a long time for me to get to that place. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm not
0: alone. Yeah. <laughs> Um so uh tying it all together uh you know we you know you talked about the the position you know proper posture and all that and then going through the process of relaxation from tensing every muscle and then going into relax and saying tense and saying relax but after you do that a couple times let's say then you want to move into just sitting with your yeah. posture and then going through the relaxation right. piece by piece of your body yeah and maybe you could just take us through that stage of it. It's just it all happening in your mind, not speaking it aloud. Right. Just speaking it in your mind. Right. You'll just isolate certain parts of your physical body and then give it the command
1: to relax mentally and, mm-hmm. and then feel it relaxing. And then, you know, sort of your attention is being drawn away from that place and going to the next part. Mm-hmm. So you might start with those smaller increments. Instead of starting with the left big toe, you might start with the left foot, right? And then, you know, if I want to, you know, stay consistent, you know, like maybe I'll do the left ankle as an isolated piece, you know, because mm-hmm. it holds some kind of, you know, maybe some emotional stuff that I want to get rid of and release it, right? So, and then the calf and lower leg and then the knee because it's a joint, right? And then the upper leg and,
0: and and so... Can you just keep going and do and just do the action, just say exactly what you Oh, sure, you know, do. so
1: the upper leg, then, you know, the lower torso, let's put it, so that includes your lower back on on one side, you know, lower back and abdomen, you know, so relaxing that, maybe the hip joint too, right, if I skipped over that, sometimes I'll include it as part of the leg, but sometimes if I, you know, if there's any achiness or there, it doesn't hurt to relax it specifically, you know, especially if people have, you know, joint problems specifically, it's not a bad thing to go over that Particular spot a few times, right? Like relax and come back to that. Relax it again. Come back to it a little bit later. Relax it again. It's only going to enhance the ability for the body to heal that spot. Right. Release anything that is bound up. At that stagnation is what's causing the pain and and uh, uh, detriment to that to that joint. So, right.
0: and the process of relaxation internally is the simplicity of bringing your awareness. To the tactile sensations that you have in that area, and then simply saying, "Relax," and yeah. moving on to the next one.
1: It is. It's. It's really that simple. And and feel. You know, keeping your awareness there long enough to feel a letting go, a mm. release. You know, that's what it is. And if it's not quite there, don't hesitate. Don't stagnate there. Move on. You'll find maybe that the next piece that you do. Okay, so let's say I've concentrated on my hip, and I don't actually feel that release. I don't feel that letting go of something there. Um, so I'm not going to just stagnate there and stop, right? It's just going to compound it more. So I'll move to the next segment. So the lower torso, right? So the lower abdomen on the left side and the lower back on the left side, and I give it the command to relax, and that relaxes. And then, as sort of a weird consequence of that, it I feel my hip let go. I feel it relax. And so there's no reason to sort of get stuck in those places if you don't have the response you're looking for. Keep moving. You'll find that other areas of the body, you know, will, will facilitate relaxing of those places that you didn't get that sensation from, right? Because it's all tied together. It's one body. You know, it's a hologram. It's not, you know, parts as parts. It's not like that, right? It's all connected. So we don't always know, you know, what territory is going to affect a territory that's sort of stuck, right? So it's like, it's not a big deal to keep moving and keep, keep the flow moving, keep it going. So, so yeah, so I'm going to go through the lower torso, then the upper torso. So like the chest and the upper back, right? So, and then the shoulder, bicep, forearm, you know, wrist, joint, you know, elbow. If you're going to go through the joints too, I'm just sort of making it shorter hand. You know, I don't have to go through all the fingers, it's just the hand, all the fingers at once. And then moving back up, I usually, when I do the arms, cause we use our arms all day long, right? So we're doing things and whatever. So they get a lot, you know, they get a lot of work, right? So I'm gonna give them a little extra. So on the way up, I'm I'm doing them again. So it's like then the, the hand and the wrist and the forearm, then the elbow, then the upper arm, shoulder, then I move to the neck, right? So the traps and the upper shoulder, You know the neck you know and so the back of the neck the front of the throat on the left side and then the side of the head the top of the head on one side and the face right and as i relax the face it feels like it's elongating it's sort of almost stretching down to my torso and um uh you know just one again one of those little caveats that i don't forget at some point but you know in uh in in uh, some Asian countries, they'll do this relaxation with the effect of going for this facial relaxation. A lot of women do it. It tends to take out lines and wrinkles and those types of things because it's, it's you know, your face is used all day long for expression and uh, communication, right? So it's like it can get tense. And a lot of these things, you know, we'll call them laugh lines and all of these things. But, you know, basically whether they're laughter or not, you're not laughing when you're looking in the mirror and going like, holy crap, look at those lines. <laughs> so <laughs> so the idea is that, you know, doing the relaxation, having this, they actually call it long face meditation. So they, they relax one side, they relax the other, and just sort of imagine that it's elongating out and that it's stretching the skin and that it's, you know, sort of relaxing all of that, but <clears throat> smoothing the skin out to some degree and it's, it, it's very effective, you know, so just as a little side note, not seeing, but, you know, it can help somebody feel better about themselves and that's good. So then you move to the right side and it's the same process all the way down the right side, those increments. Now, and, uh, you know, it doesn't always have to be that. way. When you get really, uh, you know, proficient at relaxation and, you know, it may take some time, but that's okay. And when you do that, you can, you know, there are plenty of, you can make the increments even bigger if you want. So like the whole left leg from the toes to the hip, you know, the whole torso on the left side, the whole shoulder to hand and back again. You know, it's like the whole head. <laughs> and uh, so now you have, you know, basically, five territories plus the torso to do and so you know you're taking your time and doing it but basically you know when you get really good at it it's like you're just giving it the body's so used to getting the command to relax and responding to that that the bigger increments will do the same thing you're going to get to the same place i wouldn't start with that but you know over time it can happen so that's going to obviously cut down on your the time that you're allotting to relaxation and if you don't, let's say you're doing something shorter, you don't have a lot of time. It's like if if the whole thing that you're doing is, uh, you know, let's say 10 minutes, uh, you know, if it takes three minutes to relax the body, I mean, that's pushing it and rushing. But, you know, you're going to be able to do that with the larger increments where you can just tell it sure. to relax and
0: that response just goes. Now, so everybody has a good conception of like what it's going to be like when we're really doing this to you know the level that is going to facilitate seeing in the you know the way that we all really want it to be mm. you know what is what is what is that what is the experience of that level of relaxation like what does it mean you know it it feels like there's a um
1: again that there's a bit of a separation like you feel like, you know, the physical body is instead of being in the forefront, it's sort of taking a bit of a backseat to the, you know, to um, your awareness, you know, your your awakeness, you know, your mental constructs It's taking a bit of a backseat where normally it's in the forefront. You know, <laughs> it's like that's that's sort of where it is. I mean, there's, an, you know, there are deeper levels of relaxation that we go to, right, to do other things. So, you know, uh, the, the most extreme being profound, what we would consider profound relaxation, where even the senses are offline. Like, you have no, your mind is awake and aware at a very high level, but your physical body is, you know, you don't perceive it. You know, if at the very most you would perceive just the shell of a body that's there sort of like an outline a transparent outline the way i think of it um, that just sort of contains your your mind right? right but there's no like there's no sight we can do that by closing our eyes you know no smell no taste no sense of hearing which is can be a little tricky but it's there and no tactile sensation which you'll get some uh you know we already you know, see that by awareness, you know, we can bring people to a level of experiencing tactile sensation, or if, we're, if it's not in the forefront of our mind, it's 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 sort of gone, it's negated. And then we just sort of capitalize on that, you know, inherent um, uh, way of being, right? That, you know, if it's not really being engaged, a lot of times we don't feel it, you know, we don't sense it, especially
0: those places that are a little less sensitive, like your elbow or right. your knee, you know? So... um So profound relaxation, where we are experiencing ourselves as basically just pure consciousness Mm -hmm. without the awareness at all, the physical body or the physical senses, um, is one of those deeper states that maybe facilitates and allows us to do other practices. Correct. Um, but but with seeing energy, mm-hmm. um, it's not necessary to go to that place for We don't have to seeing. go to that, to that level. Okay.
1: right? Because you're going to be, you know, your eyes are going to be open. Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing other practices after that, right? Right. So, I mean, you may use relaxation to benefit you in meditation for sure. Right. But, you know, you're also going to have other practices for seeing that you're going to want to do. And, you know, you just want to be in the most relaxed state. Possible, right, and have less emphasis on the physical body and more more energy to, uh, you know, allow your awareness to um, be concentrated on something else. You know, the ability to see, you know, whatever exercise we're doing. Mm-hmm. So you want you want more of a percentage to be available for that,
0: right? Yeah. And deeper relaxation equals more, yeah, bit more results.
1: Yeah, because again, you know, one of the one of the paradigm shifts that we try to you know um, bring along as time goes on is that you know uh, focus actually emphasizes more relaxation not less it's not it's not the more force that you put into something the more focus you have right it's the opposite the more relaxed you are the more focused you are right so everybody's had this experience i think you know where it's like you know they. They're looking at something or they're, you know, focusing on something. And uh, it's, it's uh, whatever it is, it's caught your attention so much so that, you know, your body kind of drops into this relaxed state because everything is sort of, you know, everything's culminating at that point, you know, that you're looking at. And so, or the event that you're looking at, it's like time seems to stand still or things seem to slow down. And, you know, all of your attention and awareness is going toward the event that's unfolding in front of you. There's no real awareness of the physical body at that point. You know, it's like, it just becomes a thing that's with you, but it's there's no like sensation to it or whatever. So it's like all of your, well, a, a good portion of your energy has been diverted to you know your mind and your awareness to open up and sort of perceive this at a level that isn't normal for you think about it with um like people have been in close encounters with uh, car accidents and and one of the one of the tried and true things that people will say is it happened so fast but everything looked like it was in slow motion well that's a spike of you know energy and your awareness goes out to you know maneuvering yourself in this you know scenario that's very tense and whatever but nobody's feeling their body at that point you know it's like everything goes to you know the reason that things look like they're slowing down and that everything's sort of moving in slow-mo is because your awareness is going out to perceiving what's going on around you and sort of capturing you know like movement over here movement over there can i change lanes can i do this can i do that right all in a instant right but nobody's thinking like oh i've got to squeeze the steering wheel tighter i've got to push on this i've got to, you know like oh let me brace myself for you know like that all comes as a secondary thing right in the moment you're just acting but you know that's one of those extremes, right? I mean, we don't want to go there, but but it's one of those things. Can we can we take that as a as a, an event and a lot of that a lot of people have experienced, right? Uh, and that's one of the more common things. Uh, but uh, can we train that so that we can utilize it in our own control? Can I bring myself to that level of uh, shifting? My awareness. So, where is my energy going? Is it on the physical, or can I shift it out into the mental, emotional realm, the spiritual realm, that energetic realm? You know, to uh, observe and and sort of pick up other, you know, subtle uh, um, frequencies that are around me all the time. It's just right. that now I'm shifting my awareness so that I can sense them via seeing, in this case, but maybe in other ways too. Right. And then you know, and utilize
0: them in some way. Right. And this is why we said in uh, the page before people downloaded the book uh, why see why trying to see energy never works.
1: Yeah, because you're using force to make it happen, right? It's like it's like grasping at smoke. You know, it looks like you got it. You open your hand, there's nothing there, right? So it's like you know, no matter how hard you squeeze, no matter how hard, no matter how fast you are, you're not going to catch smoke. So it's like that's that's the thing. So it's like that. You know, you have to, you know, if you if you were trying to capture smoke, you you know you would need a container and move smoothly and sort of you know I don't know some weird way of sort of grabbing it, right? Sure. But it's like containing it, you know, getting around it or something. You know, it's like, but you're not going to get it by trying to grab at it. There's there's no force that will uh, propel you into seeing. Let's put it that way. So mm. It doesn't work that way. You know, it's almost like it's 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 so subtle that it's like um, instead of trying to see, that's like grasping at something, you know, it's almost like you're 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 feeling your way into it. It's much, much more subtle than that. you know it's like you're it's almost like you're feel you know thinking about your physical eyes, it's not a lot to do with the physical eyes, but it's like almost like you're trying to feel with your physical eyes. You know, it's a weird concept. You, you'll know it better when you experience it, but that's the idea. It's like, it's every time I feel like I'm getting stymied at a certain level, the first thing I do is posture okay. Second thing, am I relaxed? <laughs> you know, I don't even ask the question. I just relax even more. And if I do it right, that usually brings up the whole thing. It's like you will almost always find if you've hit a plateau at that moment, you're tense somewhere. It could be literally... it's just tense in your hand, jaw, huge. You know, that's a huge one, you know, that a lot of people don't think about. But it could just be, you know, like tension in your hand because, you know, you're. it's our normal
0: thing, right? It's like, I'm looking at, oh, it's coming, it's coming. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. you know, and that's... <laughs> a lot of times when I'm gazing, like, I'll... I'll be doing it and doing it, and then I'll check in with my body, and I'll notice that like my feet are like pushing into the ground, right? Or like right, or you know, or coming or,
1: up on your toes right, or whatever exactly. it is, right? And it's I'm like, like, oh my
0: god! And it's the funniest thing because it's like it was happening, but you didn't even know that it. it was happening. And it, but it's that. Te- but then, and I always associate that that's the tension of trying too hard. You know, <laughs> it's like oh. Sh- that's the tension of trying too
1: hard that's right it's like you know and anticipating something really even anticipating something really great happening it's like how do you do that and be relaxed at the same time it's kind of it's hard you know it takes some takes some experience some practice that's all right
0: all right man well we'll wrap it up there because that's (laughs) that's a lot and i hope it was all really valuable i hope so you know it's like um,
1: it, it is really really important you know, not just for seeing, but for other things as well. Almost everything that I can think of to do, it's like there's there's always a level of relaxation. It's a skill that you just can't go deep enough with, you know. It's like it's, you know, to be able to perform profound relaxation as we defined it, uh, you know, within a very short period of time is is an exceptional skill and very high mastery of relaxation. It sounds funny to be, be a master of relaxation,
0: but it really is a skill that you have to develop at least to that level it's a, it's funny it's almost like we could redefine it and say instead of thinking about it from the aspect that you're letting go of it's almost like instead of it instead of relaxation or profound relaxation as being the goal it's almost like if you if if you were just looking at the flip side of the coin it's almost like uh you know maximizing your identification and awareness of yourself as pure consciousness, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, because it's like yeah. as the body, as the tension in the body goes down, the flexibility and degree of heightened awareness of of consciousness that you are comes up. Right. So it's almost like exactly, yeah. But since the physical is what we know so well, it's like, that's the part that we know. It's a good place to start. It's like, instead of just like, (laughs) hey, become pure consciousness. it's It's like, like, what does that mean? What does that even mean? It sounds great. It sounds (laughs) cool, but like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. What does that mean? It just means relax. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Shifting your awareness from one position to another. That's all. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Thanks. We'll go on to the next part. Great.